Welcome to Serial Podcast 9. Hello, I'm David Bickers. And I'm David Bickers? No, I'm Kevin Peterson. And I'm Ryan Benoit. And I'm G-Money, motherfucker. <laughs> but actually, I'm Kevin Peterson. And I'm Gerardi Peralta. And I'm Ryan Benoit. And I'm David Bickers. <laughs> and you're listening to Serial Podcast 9. Episode... <laughs> nine <laughs> today on the podcast we have a very special guest by the name of david vickers if you don't know who that is it's vickers gts and he's from calgary what province is that calgary alberta canada <laughs> didn't ask for the country but all right now we got it <laughs> i'm just happy to be here you guys i feel like i'm the little kid at the christmas adults table for like the first time <laughs> so vickers is a Corolla guy through and through. I've known Vickers for, I want to say, 10 years. Mm, probably 15. Probably 15 years. You know, he's been around drifting for a super long time. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, I was kind of day one in 2004, uh, Race Speedway. I feel like if you talk to anyone who ever really drifted in Alberta, they have like a solid Dave Vickers story. Just of him doing some another actually very relevant thing to Dave Vickers is he's the only person I know that has a you have a degree in marketing for automotives is that right yeah that's right that's right I uh I went to school for that out in uh Georgian College in Barrie Ontario C-A-I C-A-I represent it's actually the only um automotive business training school Canada or the first one as far as I know now I'm sure there's a whole lot more I graduated in 2008 so I'm super old and crusty now uh yeah you are uh but that's yeah. great that's why we like you that's why you drive Corollas yeah. uh Vickers number one complaint about our podcast is what we say about Corollas <laughs> always very upset about all the slander uh but we're not here to talk about Corollas today we're no, here we're to not. talk about racetracks in Canada so uh, we have racetracks in Canada that uh, are well known for drifting. One of them has recently closed and it's kind of a big deal because it hosts an annual uh, party drift weekend that people would converge from Saskatchewan, Alberta, BC, sometimes Washington. Uh, it's called the Drift Union Invitational, basically known as DUI. So it's like a big, basically shit fest of drifting, drinking, floating the canal, sunshine, partying. It's its just super awesome. It's just, you know, like, like Drift Met Surrey, but, you know, in a beautiful British Columbia place. Uh, so, yeah, so the track didn't close down. Basically, it changed ownership. And lo and behold, they don't like drifting. They left drifting off the schedule. Uh, I would also say that DUI, for some drivers in Western Canada, I'm saying this because I don't know if it applies to Kevin and Gerard, but uh, part of the reason I wanted to have Dave here is so he could back me on this is uh, DUI. I feel like for a lot of drivers in the West was kind of like uh, right of passage, right of passage, the entry Absolutely. to the rest of the world. When you, <laughs> if you could drive DUI, you could drive anywhere. And that sounds really dumb, but when you start looking at the people that came out of DUI and going to other places, it's like, oh yeah, that makes total fucking sense. Those guys can drive. But realistically, uh, yeah. it's like NASCAR crossed with hit to pass and drifting. So, yeah, depending on where you get in there, you could either come out unscathed if you're, you know, choosy, or you can come out with a completely destroyed car. Yeah, you could roll your car there, and that's a thing that has happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, multiple times. On top of this, though, to add to everything, we are losing more racetracks in Canada. So I believe yes. Western on the island is. Uh, it's up for debate right now if it's going or is it going for sure, you guys? I don't know. I'm not sure. I think right now it's still up for debate. It feels like, like it's, it's going. It feels, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like the city's encroaching around it. It's a huge plot of land. They want to build condos. It, you know, that's that's like an entire community. Imagine how much a community of condos and like commercial properties at the bottom of those condos is worth compared to like a racetrack that like, gets rented yeah. out every once it, in a while you know it's the same old story it's the same old story that happens to quite a few uh race tracks in canada 
Uh, yeah. so. I feel like even Mission, like Mission, like we couldn't drift there for a long time when when these other trucks were allowing us to drift, but now we can drift there. But I think the city's pressuring them or like maybe the city's behind them, but developers are pressuring them and trying to pressure the city. And you know what I mean? Like side note, we have these tracks here that are kind of like uh, this exclusive membership only. Uh, one is Area 27 and the other one I don't know the name of, uh, but it's in Lake Cowichan. I don't know the oh, name yeah, of that yeah. one. I, I know what you're talking about. It's on. Yeah. That's but that one, yeah, it's is that mainly, the Shockville new one? I'm not sure, um, but yeah, beautiful track. I mean, it's it's I we drive by it sometimes when we go you know to Lake House, and it's it's just you know McLarens and Lamborghinis and you know that type of stuff. So I mean, you got to have a membership, you got to have a lot of money, and like you just drive around golf clubs for cars. Is it's, what yeah, it is. It's, like, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. I. I mean, they filmed top, an episode of like Top Gear, like the real oh, Top wow. Gear there. Nice. It's it, it's gorgeous. I would love an opportunity to to drive it one day. All right. So, do either so, of those tracks allow drifting? It's the Vancouver Island Motorsports. No, they circuit. don't. To answer that's no, the one. Not a <laughs> okay. Yeah. So let's frame this for everyone. As it stands right now, we're potentially losing another venue. Uh, as far as I see it, we have Mission Raceway will allow us to drift for now. Thank and then God. You, and then yeah. you have to travel past Dave Vickers' hometown of Calgary and be oh, four hours, and four yeah, hours, then you're there. to Edmonton, and then you're at Castrol Raceway, and then occasionally Stratotech allows you to drift. Yeah, that's which is encouraging. That that just uh, that just kicked up. So so uh, important that to keep Rock, that Rocky Mountain Drift Club thing. Isn't that isn't that on the west side of? That's in Calgary. You can shout out Rocky Mountain Drift Club. You can drift there. They've got a they've got a skid pad. Uh, and they're and they're getting it done up there yeah so skid pad uh regina saskatchewan has king park speedway which is just an oval and then i think medicine hat in the past has had a few drift events at their oval i mean there was there was agassi we didn't talk about agassi because oh you do have agassi there's I mean, if you really like a quarter about. mile, yeah, quarter mile yeah. oval. With yeah, it's a quarter terrible. mile bank oval with like walls on the outside and inside. So yeah, there's a, a lot zone. of room for danger and not a lot of room for fun. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, Kenny Loggins wrote a song about that, called it the danger zone. You know? Yeah, uh, exactly. So I mean, it's... really poor risk for reward ratio on that one. But yeah. normally, normally, sans COVID, we just go south. So we got Evergreen. Uh, we used to have yeah. PGP. Uh, and then, I mean, we can go further to like, you know, I guess the Ridge. And what was the one, the other, the racetrack one, Kevin? Park. Uh, you can go to Park. Oh, yeah, definitely go to Park. I mean, what, Ridge, is, Ridge is a racetrack. No, that's what I said. I mean, there's that other one that you raced on, Pacific Raceways or something. Yeah, that, that's based, that's at PGP. But yeah, that's Pacific, Pacific Raceways. Yeah, that's America. Never, yeah. Bill, never spoiled Bill's for choice. Way. That's the American way. Yeah. 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 But uh, currently, the situation currently yeah so and i think this is actually an interesting thing this is why it's an, i thought it was another reason why i thought it was important to have dave here is because dave and i both come from somewhat the middle of the country where you would go to a racetrack you know i used to drive eight hours or whatever but uh you guys kevin and gerard have always had the option like if canada wasn't doing it you could just easily it was just as easily go south because yeah, that, that was and thing, drive was yeah you're like, oh, you DUI is this like proving ground. And it was like DUI wasn't even an event for forever when I was drifting for like a exactly. long, long time. Yeah. I, I swear I like DUI wasn't a wasn't an event until I almost like stopped drifting. Yeah. Got, like, yes, very long, same here. Way too long. Hiatus. hiatus. The hiatus. So we, yeah, <laughs> most of our drifting history is in, the, in Washington. So yeah. 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 That's why I thought it was important to have Dave here because I figured Dave could have my yeah. back. I swear the first 10 drift events I went to were at a, a runway. Boundary yeah. Bay. At Boundary Bay, yeah. Yeah, but we like, used to get it at Lethbridge on a giant runway. Shout out Van Galen. Big but, drift expos on uh on like air shows. So you get like these amazing aircraft and then you would go drifting. It was crazy. Just a bunch of hoons. Even more reason to play Kenny Loggins Danger Zone. <laughs> it was very uh, dangerous. That, that's the perfect reason. Yeah. Perfect reason. But so Dave, you you were in Calgary. Calgary lost race city. That was a pretty big blow yeah. for the for the city, I feel uh, like. Yeah, that was uh that was tough. Uh Race City went down 2010 and it was a a really big blow to the community. Most of the drifting took place on uh, the half mile oval with paved infield. And uh, the bank was the big proving ground for your high horsepower car. If you could, if you could drift that bank, and then into the infield, you were 
big time. I say people that came out of like Ray City, you would have uh, probably the most popular would be Rob Parsons. Oh yeah, Terry Slayer. Yeah, Terry Slayer. Uh, yeah, Alex Lee, the yeah. I believe one of the first Serial Nine sponsored drifters, went yeah. to Formula Formula D, D driver. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul Harrison of Shad Dynasty mm-hmm. or Shady Nasty, whatever you feel like calling it. <laughs> Is actually a Canadian and not an American. He just yes. drove to Portland a lot to drive uh, with the boys. Uh, Curtis, Curtis Goat. Goat. Yeah. Yeah. Devin Horsley. I was, Devin uh, Horsley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there was a lot of uh, really great talent that came out of there. That went away. Uh, and it just, as time progressed, uh, I feel like Penticton always felt like a, as a safe space for like drifters where it's like, it's always going to be there. It's always yeah. going to be there. Well, like you never you know what go. you got till it's gone. You know? Yeah. You really never know what truth. you got. They <laughs> paved paradise and put up, <laughs> put up an oval lot. Oval so, lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So for, for me, I actually only ever got to drift DUI once, but I've been uh, going to DUI for many, many years. I think since like 2014 or 20, uh, I don't even know, man. Like, yeah, so that that would be where everyone would converge from all of the different provinces, right? So yeah, that, that was a once a year where I would see I would see Vickers, I would see Goat, I would see Alex normally, you know, Dougie B and whoever it may be from Alberta, all the Calgary dudes would would roll up and then you know we would roll up and have a have a dope weekend together. Gerard, you and I actually met at a DUI. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I had my Aristo and you were like looking at it. You're like, hmm. yeah, that was 2015. That's when I stepped yeah. in the stage and I came over that uh, Alex Lee yeah. stuff. And you're yeah. like, the back windows on these suck. <laughs> you were like already trying to be like, I don't like parts of these cars. I was like, nice to meet you, Gerard from Serial yeah. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. And I met Carter. I met Carter at whatever DUI. you say. Yeah, Carter Jackson. Uh, yeah, and this was always a big thing. Like people go out there, they vacation. Uh, Anyway, so now we always thought it would be there for us. You could go away from it, and but you could always come home. And that's how I felt about it. Like, it was always mm-hmm. like I do a year on and a year off. Because that was the first place where I feel like I really saw non-competitive drifting. Like, the sense yeah. of, like, yeah. like, holy shit, these guys are just drifting for fun. And there's an eight-car train out there. Oh, my God. That's really crazy to see. It was really a, uh, we've called it the proving ground. But it was, uh, it was the meeting ground you know yeah, it was sure. it was everywhere that we could be together and yeah um you know drift union put on such a great show and they held it down for so many years and 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 but much respect and love to to sean for sean for brown st- yeah sean yeah. brown for sticking in he's yeah. done so much for the community and and that yeah, event specifically the Drift Union Invitational was a vibe like no other. So when when something like this happens, people are emotional. People get upset. And, um, you know, because it's something that we all love to do. And it was a, a really important place for, for drifting in Western Canada, for sure. Yeah. And I think that's why it's such like a hot button issue is is because of that. When that news came out that there was no, that they'd sort of, I guess, canceled drifting there. Like people lost their minds. Like, like it was like literally all over the internet, like all over my feed. Anyways, I mean, any yeah. anybody who's in Western Canada, yeah, uh, maybe even a bit of the PNW. I don't know. Like if you've been at, like definitely a lot of Washington guys had come up to DUI, but yeah, all over my feed. Anybody in Western Canada was like, "What the hell? Like, like they can't do this. Like, fuck them. Like all this stuff." Right. The DUI event has always meant a lot to me, and so I wrote an article, and it's been like the biggest article. I've posted in probably in like the last three to four years, people were just wow. like, yeah. And it's like, so that's how much this means to people. And we can sit here and we can probably reminisce about how amazing those events were. But now Hard I think say. the bigger question is, where do we go from here? Like what's yep. the next step? Uh, yep. Dave, you've been very vocal about your sentiments of, of the new track owners moving in. Uh, you've ran quite an online campaign uh, <laughs> to uh, illustrate your displease with them. And you've called into a radio show or tried to call into a radio show to have them answer for their crimes against the drift community. Well, um, I don't know if it was as pointed as that. I mean, it's fun to talk like that. But uh, yeah, I would say that you're, that you're right in, in mentioning that <laughs> I had a pretty emotional reaction. And yeah, so. Uh, I've been following it, you know, pretty closely. 
I might have been one of the more uh, I would say vocal people on on Twitter and and, and Instagram because I jump on social media and go down the rabbit hole. So for those who don't know the the announcement, Penticton Drift Days posted on Instagram. Uh, you know, thank you for a wonderful twelve years um, at Penticton Speedway. The track is no longer going to be hosting drift events. Um, the new ownership, uh, purchased by Avian Motorsports is focusing on circle track racing and the design, the new design for the track, because it was very run down and, uh, you know, dilapidated does not include drifting. And, and therefore it's, uh, you know, it's, it's over. And, uh, you know, an outpouring of love for drift union went out all over the internet and, uh, people were sharing stories and, but some people were upset, you know, it was a very emotional reaction that a lot of people had, including myself. And yeah, I flamed, Avion Motorsports on Twitter. I I was pissed. I didn't know why that I couldn't see a future. Like I couldn't. I can't see a future in motorsports that doesn't include drifting. Like, didn't you want to uh, sabotage the first race day or some shit too? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. I didn't know about sabotage is a bit of a strong word, but I think I think a protest would be the right word. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Protest yeah. the first. Even without Dave flaming, there there was like you know close to a hundred comments of people like you know supporting drifting and asking what was happening with drifting and they just went and deleted all of them did they they deleted yeah. them those yeah. sons of bitches they were I, like yeah. oh please you know please please because it was all the avion motorsports had posted their schedule for penticton on their page and so everyone went over there and was like hey like you know hope i didn't drifting. know that and then I yeah, didn't know like, that at all. No, because I what? commented on there. I'm like, oh, like really looks like you have a lot of support from all your circle track racers. Cause literally like 80 <laughs> comments asking, like, oh, like hopefully there's drifting or blah, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I didn't all know that about at all. Drifting. Oh then, yeah, now I'm gonna be the guy you want Dave to be. I'm gonna be that guy. <laughs> Cause I'm this is the same thing that it's always been. Claire always the like the people that are like, don't take drifting seriously and brush us aside as a bunch of like punk teenagers like oh you don't do anything you can't be a thing and then it, it turns out that it's like no you can like there's tons of very viable business models out there in the drifting community that exists where people line up to come watch people do this you just got to figure it out but this is classic this happened in saskatchewan when we lost our track like i just i used to go to meetings and fight for drifting and have people scoff at the idea, you know, like, well, we really want to run autocross. And it's like, yeah, but you know what actually brings the people out? The drift events that we organize. Like, that's where I met, yeah. it, met Dave Vickers, was he came out for the Big Valley Driftery in, like, Lumsden, Saskatchewan. And that race Lumsden kart track was amazing. And I told you guys at the, at the time, the first time I met you, I said, don't screw this up. This place is perfect. Yeah, and then we screwed it up. I mean, but like they made a ton of money on concessions off of us. The, the a lot of people came in and watched the events. Like the cart, the the track that ran it was a cart track, and they were like one of the stops for one of the series. But they loved us at that time. They adored yeah. everything because like they they were like telling their cart friends, they're like, look at how many people we have there. This is the most people we've ever seen. Yeah, we brought out like 400 to 600 people and they're like, we've never seen this many people. You run our well dry. We're like, <laughs> we love it. Like we're selling enough concession. This is going to like pay for us to go to Europe. Like, cause that's what they want to do. It's like, keep <laughs> doing this. And we knew we're like, okay, we can do this. Yeah. But we have to be very strategic about it. And we were like, we'll do one event a year. So the next year we did a, a thing called the drift away camp. And it was just for people to come out for a weekend, mostly for drivers, limited like spectators to figure out how to drive. And it rained a lot that weekend. So the track got really torn, like torn up. And I think they thought more spectators were going to come out and buy concession from them. And when they realized like things started to go south. And I'll say this, though, this is the lesson learned that I don't want people to do again. When they turned on us, we turned back on them. It just made things escalate way higher than it should have been. Uh, the association that we raced with was like, we don't really want to like back you guys because drifters, no matter who they are, like Gerard being 44, having like 
a whole family and everything is always in the eyes of any other like legitimate racer is going to be seen as a punk drift kid. That's just absolutely the way yeah. that and, it is. But Gerard is and a the punk main drift thing, kid. Yeah, he <laughs> is. I mean, <laughs> like Dave, I, Dave Vickers is more of a like a old mature man. I mean, so, to be fair, Kevin, you're the oldest, maturest man of yeah, all who of us. Who you call mature? Who you call yeah, mature? Watch you have mouth. no children. <laughs> like, you're just, the voice of reason is Kevin. <laughs> I see both sides. That's my problem. You know? Burnout? Burnout? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. But yeah, Hit but it. like, reckon, recognize that, that, that Lumsden, that was like 2000 and was it eight, nine, maybe when you guys had it going on? Like, yeah, like, yeah, 2010, 10? 2010. Okay, so Maybe. yeah, we were like, all right, this is great. Um, you know, you're a lot, it's 2021 currently, and uh, you're a lot younger man back then, and everybody was a lot younger. So there, yeah, there are lessons to be learned from when drifters screwed up, got too heated, and didn't play ball in the right way. And we're all old now, and this is still something that somehow we still all love. At the radio show, they did dangle the carrot that if there would be a professional proposal or a approach that the drifters would would go and take uh, to become a uh, you know a future part of a show successful racetrack, yeah, show me the money. You know, they were talking about the show. They were talking about the fans, um, like for the very first time. Like they they just saw the backlash and and I think they reacted to it like holy cow. But the numbers say something that are a lot louder than the words that were used in the, uh, you know, some of those posts, including mine. But yeah, there's definitely a lot of the drifters that are just kind of like, yo, fucking threat, thrash and shred and like wreck stuff. And you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, you need to be not that if you want to actually, you know, get somewhere. You can't talk like that to millionaires and yeah. uh, they don't respect that. The problem with motorsports is like, if you're not a millionaire, you a lot can't of motorsport. Be active in motorsport. Yeah. Without being a millionaire, you know? Isn't yeah. the saying how do you make a million dollars in racing and they start with start a billion. with yeah start with three million yeah yeah start with three million um yeah okay so that's where we're at like we're in this kind of weird spot you know Kevin made this point and I hate going back to the Tesla episode that we did but classic episode now classic, classic. yeah they'll fucking put that in the Smithsonian and just anyway um Elon Musk yeah. is gonna shoot that episode yeah. into space so yeah aliens can fucking listen, listen to, to these three fuckers from the Canada have one she'll make, make an NFT about it what I want is like that is like what makes him rethink everything he's like man that's like 44 year old from like Vancouver BC <laughs> made fun of me like i better like do something really dope to impress this dude with a 2j <laughs> um yeah i you said like kevin made the point in the future uh motoring will be reserved for the rich and it feels like we're going down that road we've described these other racetracks that exist in bc and they're beautiful and they're like you know, they have elevation changes and they look amazing to drive and we're not allowed anywhere near them. As professional as drifting is today, I think a lot of it is still looked at as like stupid drift kids that, oh, they don't want to drive the racing but, line. Uh, I mean, they want to wreck our beautiful scenery, blah, 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 whatever, right? Yeah, most motorsports I mean, associations look club. down on drifting. That's a fact. Oh, it is oh, a country from, club. From the beginning, it's, drifting has always been a fight to get on any track. Unless it's a privately owned track and the owner, like you guys have talked about before, can see like the obvious monetary gain from being like, oh, like normally I'd be closed because it's Sunday afternoon, not Saturday night when I have circle track racing. Yeah. And I could be selling the track to these kids or these people. Yeah. And know, I think it's not it's not kids anymore either. No, and I think like, it's important to, to remember, like, when the schedule came out, people freaked out because drifting was off the schedule. And around Drifting Invitational, which is always around Canada Day, which is another special tradition yeah. for a lot of us, um, you know, July 3 and 4 weekend and 10th and 11th weekend back to back are wide open. And I yeah. guarantee you, I guarantee you, a, a Drifting Invitational uh, in 2021 in a COVID year when no one else has anything else to do all the drivers have nothing to do but build their cars at home working from home maybe uh when we know it's at at, at risk that's more profitable than having a closed racetrack oh fully 
you know what I mean? The thing I will say, and it's like, it's not like a point for us, and it's, it's unfortunate though, is like, all right, so if you're like, we're going to have circle track racing. So it's like, you're going to have whatever, four hours of circle track racing? I don't know. That seems like a lot of circle track racing, yeah. four hours. Hey, I yeah. love turning left, dog. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm just saying, no, like, is, is, you know, like, is that, that's probably multiple heats or something and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, like, maybe you have people packed in the stands for three, four hours. So, all your concession sales are in those hours. You only have to stock it for them. You only have to have the gates open for four hours. Whereas at, like, the Drift Union Invitational, it's like three days of 12 hours. Dude, yeah. it, it was it was busy. It was the main thing. It was No, that's what busy. I mean. It was busy the whole time, but it's like it's over a long time. So now like now you have right. to staff that whole time. Yeah, like, you're staffing three of days make, worth of shit. Yeah, so like it you know, like it's way better for the drivers like you're getting so much time, but as the business, it doesn't it doesn't maybe make as much sense. So then it's like all right, well, then do you just, like, are you like, all right, like, we're going to pack the driving into this time, you know? Like, it's not grassroots enough, you know? If if the spectators have to be there to make money for it to be open, it's not grassroots enough. Well, well hold on a minute. Okay, so, like, I think we're getting to, to like, event organization versus track opening and, and track design, which was the main issue and you know the, it was a closed down issue we all know it's it's fucking money man it's never it's never no no i want to hear what design. dave yeah what, what, man what, what's with the tra- what's with the track design that you can't drift on the fucking track so i you know i was able to continue digging as i do and you know i i i, I asked a bunch of questions because i want to know what what is possible you know trevor siebert is a a, a track designer the hard no email comes from al the general manager of of this new racetrack, like hard no, like there's nothing going on. It doesn't look like that. that like there hard was a, no to drifting. Yeah, hard no to drifting. Like that, there's no opportunity. The big deal is is that is they shut down the whole conversation with this email and and all the stuff. And Sean talked to Al, which is the general manager, and the guy's okay. like, hell no. And Trevor's like, the design doesn't work for drifting. It's not. It's not going to happen. And then I come into their radio show and I ask them a question. And then they say, oh, we're always open to drifters and the drift class and amateur motorsports and the community. Uh, oh. And if they came and if they came with a with a professional proposal, right. then maybe okay. we'd listen to it and everything else. And the conversation was never open. I don't, I don't see how a track I, designer uh, or track owner doesn't design, uh, you know, a racetrack to be more accessible like that, especially when drifting is the fastest growing motorsport in the world. Like, I mean, how can you not design that in, but also like, maybe that doesn't mean it's not designable in the future. You know what I mean? You're like that, that pretty much eliminates it, but it's like, well, you could connect the like shittily paven infield with the like nicely paven oval at a later date or read the inner at a later date. Let's talk about the facility that's in question right now. And let's talk about the equipment that's already on ground and shovels in the dirt. When they have an opportunity, is there an excavator there? There's a big one. It's cool. Is there a grader? What about a backhoe? (laughs) Right. They have shovels. Let the man talk. It's it's online, bro. You can check it out for yourself. All right. right. Where do I look, bro? Tell me. This is why Vickers is here because he knows. At Avion Motorsports on Facebook or Twitter. They, they, I just you know, was on their fucking Avion Motorsports. Oh, yeah, but it's, you don't really always get technology. The wall, they're yeah, moving they, the wall. They, get, they got rid of the bleachers and everything. They, those, are, those are falling down. And, Where do I you see know. these photos? Well, honestly, like, as long as they get rid of the Thunderdome thunder aspect of Penticton, they got rid of all of that junk, like all of those crap Good, cars yeah, like in the back. Yeah. That's the thing is, like, how can you have, they're still going to have hit to pass. They're like, oh, the drift is gonna like wreck the the surface. It's like, sure, sure, sure. But like they then then they put hit to pass, which is basically a beer can destruction derby. And like hit to pass is still a big legitimate crowd pleaser. And the you know the local community loved the you know the hit to pass, the street stocks, the hornets, and the destruction. Like that was like their that was their whole deal. Um, but when you still have hit to pass and stuff like that uh, on your brand new oval track, like. I know that we can't be too upset about an oval track racer buying an oval track to go oval track racing, <laughs> yeah. but we can't, but like, obviously that's their main priority. But the fact that it, it, it seems to me that they didn't want or to entertain, uh, you know, drifting and it's still the same old ideas of the motorsport that we were talking about. 
for 10 years. Like, as we're talking about closing down racetracks, like, man, look up Goodbye Race City on YouTube. There was a whole, like, Randy did a, Randy did a whole documentary on this thing. And I'm saying the exact same story twice where I'm all sad because my like track that I love is, is going away, except this one isn't going away. It's getting better. And that's amazing. And we're not allowed. <laughs> Dave stop sending our listeners to YouTube while they're trying to listen to a podcast. Sorry. Uh, as your streams, no, no, bro, no, your streams. I'm sorry, bro. No, no, no. It's fine. Here's my take on this. So, so this is where I'm going to, this is my jumping off point it's a bit of kevin when he was saying like it's about the money and it probably absolutely is and now i'm going to be devil's advocate if i had a ton of money and i could build a racetrack no uh, track racing yeah yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't they'd be like yo there's so many opportunities and i'd be like no man me and my boys are gonna go out and drift like that's what i'm about because I think I've proven this time and time again on this podcast. Historically speaking, I have no idea of any other motorsport other than drifting. And when you guys talk about like classic cars racing, I'm like, don't know anything about that, man. I got blinders on and I'm only looking at drifting. And I imagine that there's some version out there of me with money designing racetracks being like, I got blinders on and the only thing I see is circle racing. But that's, but that's, that's fine. If it's coming from a place of like ignorance, and the true root, the true word, the meaning of the word, you just don't know. We can work with that. Let's teach you. Let's show you that that that, that this is a legitimate motorsport. Um, you know, you're very far removed from what we're about and what we're doing. There's there's money to be made here. And and if if you would accommodate this and when help help us continue to do this, and we can prove that there is an investment opportunity and there's a need for it, and there's a show, just give us the room don't take the ball and go home uh, they're listening you know, right we now we could do it we could do it okay but i'm gonna say this though i'm gonna say this i agree with that my whole thing is they don't give a fuck man if 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 you show them money they don't care where it comes from if you show them enough dollar signs they'll be like whoa 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 what like actually you could bring that much money okay let me just take a look at this again they don't really give a shit but the thing is for me I don't think DUI or Drift Union Invitational could be that. Like, it was a great event. Yes, it was exciting. It was awesome. But I don't necessarily think personally that it was profitable. And, like, profitable is more like Final Bout or, like, yeah. you know, evergreen next type generation. stuff. This is next yeah. generation type stuff. So if we are going to come to them or somebody's going to come to them, they better have, like, a system that works, you know, actual numbers stuff like that. That's kind of where I I'm sort of coming from that. Like, we can't just be like, Hey, we can do this. Like, I'm pretty sure we can pack the place. Like, you know what I mean? Like you got to know, and they got to see it. Cause like, you're not going to get a lot of chances. They, they, they may, there's one shot. There's one shot at this. I think the Greek mom spaghetti. (laughs) I, I think I have some vomit on my sweater already. Um, but they're, they're, the best shot is when there is uh, the investment in the facility and when there's, you know, shovels in the ground and, and uh, you know, while they're, while they're doing it. And if the design isn't fit for drifting, uh, I have an argument that says uh, the design should change. I mean, I feel like the only way the design isn't fit for drifting is if they plan on adding an interior wall the entire perimeter yeah so that there's no way in or out and i mean i i hear you but i don't i there's not a there's not a chance in hell that you're going to change their design at this exact time (laughs) no because (laughs) they're me they're me like i'm interested i have a business model and i mean if they design skateboard the kids can stay off my architecture yeah it's like if i've designed tracks in the past like what do i care about you who the hell are you you're nobody yeah. you know what's the easiest we, track to design nobody. an it's oval the- <laughs> <laughs> like, like oh man i don't even have to draw a sketch like what is it hey 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 the hey, how hey, is it? it could have a different size bank it could have yeah, the angle of the bank the yeah. walls, where they're placed, the entrance, the exit. Yeah. I don't know the pit. If anyone maybe, listens to this and it. thinks that the guy with the film degree knows anything <laughs> about track design, then they shouldn't worry about anything. It's fine. My opinion doesn't matter in this. But yeah, I think what we're dealing with, though. Okay, so Dave's got a point. He's saying, "Hey, you're building a track, but you're not incorporating to facilitate our needs." 
I'm going to side with Gerard on this. I don't think they necessarily care. But the point is here, moving forward, we've all grown up. Dave, you've lost Race City. I've lost a lot of racetracks because of, of being a shithead. Um, how do we move forward? What does Western Canada do now? What is I mean, the next move? I feel like you just have to look at the sort of like success stories, like Park, for example. Like, I don't know where Park was before, but now it's like a prolific drift track. And, you know, it's a, it's a racing kart track. And, and at one point, it, it wasn't. So whatever they did there, they did well. And, and the owners took notice and they're like, Hey, this is working. This is great. You guys are actually pretty awesome. Like, you know, let's continue this relationship. And, and now park is a thing. It's a huge thing. And same thing with like, you know, probably us air and like the final boat sort of model seems to work. Like, you know, yeah. they, I've been to final boat multiple times and, and that shit is packed. People talk about final boat people dream about going to final boat even if they don't have a car they're like you i'm going to final boat and like that's that's how you make money that's how you pack places and that's how maybe you get tracks improved or changed or, or yeah i mean i don't know the villain build, you know? villain's model is definitely like a 21st century model to like have yeah. a track, you know the, the villain's model also costs like over two hundred thousand dollars to add a couple corners to an already existing track I know what you mean. There's like already a lot of supporting infrastructure there. Like it's. And I also think the location. Close. I also think the location is important. Like, let's get back to really what th it's that was the, about. The middle ground between. Of, of Washington, in my opinion. I mean, it's way south, but like it's fully in wine country, Washington. Yeah. Uh, and then you have. Do they have a canal that you can float? <laughs> Uh, they have a no. dope lake. <laughs> Burger Fifty Five is gone in Penticton, Dude, so I mean, like, I'm they out. Have the do the lake, but yeah, tumbleweed. Um, <laughs> it's all it's it's Canada Day. It's hot. There's a lake. It's beautiful. Look, oh you guys, God. there's yeah. currently yeah. a racetrack in Saskatchewan trying to crowdfund four hundred thousand dollars to finish. I mean, this uh, is no offense, but I ain't driving to fucking Saskatchewan. Oh yeah, of course you're not. I'll fucking all of the so, Sasky boys will drive out here. Just, I'll drive to fucking event. park, man. Park is eight hours yeah, away from me. Yeah, no, park is gonna, not eight hours away. Hundred yeah, percent is eight hours away. If you time the traffic poorly, I guess. Dude, no kidding, you're gonna get in where you fit in. You're a coastal boy, but I'm talking yeah. about I'm talking about when we are going to get together. All the best drifters, because Vancouver sucked at drifting forever. I don't want like. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, <laughs> like forever, and Alberta and the Prairies were 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 dunking on Vancouver for a while, but then Kohei went and showed everybody what's up. And so was Scramming, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, out to our boys. Honestly, like, we just didn't have the that level of events. Like, we didn't have professional level events because we didn't have any track on the West Coast that would allow us to drift. So we were still stuck drifting at the airport. Yeah. Expect he's not going to have an event. Yeah, it sucks airport. when your tracks don't let you drift. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I learned. I learned drifting at Evergreen and PGP. Yeah, exactly. So, so I we just went down. We just you went boys. down to the states. Kevin and Gerard, like last week, I was like very like shook by everything, and I could tell like Kevin and Gerard didn't care as much, and I was like. If we're going to talk about this, I got to get someone that understands and feels <laughs> my pain. Cause like you guys have always had the option to be like, man, I could drive five hours to Penticton or four hours, whatever it is. And a beautiful drive. Or I could just like kick it across the border and like go drift with the <laughs> Do big boys. Do you know boys. how shitty it is to drive the number one highway from Alberta to Regina yeah. and to go Yeah, I've done it. Uh, yeah. To, <laughs> You've done like, it one time. I've so done I've driven I'm to Calgary Manitoba. so many, many like times. But the, three that's times. Like, that's like flat out <sighs> just driving but then driving it in your drift car where you're rattling the teeth out of your head. I was driving with Paul Harrison and he street drove it. He drove no, did he drive his mango out there? I don't know Paul you're going to have to remind me what the hell happened. But I knew he blew his engine up there, so he had to trailer it back. Anyway, I, mean, I was crazy. driving my 8.6, and I was driving my 8.6 rattling around on the potholes of the Trans-Canada Highway just to get to this place. And that's a shitty drive. When you can... It is the worst drive. Yeah. The worst... I mean, I've never driven Winnipeg to Ontario, which is apparently that's even That's also worse. terrible. I went to school in Ontario, and... 
Red, but like like Calgary, whole oh, bad. It's so bad. To Regina is nobody knows awful where these fucking drive. Yeah, why, why are you guys they talking know about where like, they is. roll up the rim to win now? <laughs> we will. This is why you don't get it. You don't get the pain. <laughs> we don't. You guys get it. You guys It's a Canadian no. show. People in no. Malaysia no. listening to this and they don't Fuck. give a shit about like fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Three nobody cares no. about reminiscing. Oh, you remember that one pothole at kilometer twenty-four? How dare you? That was a real problem. Time out. <laughs> this is if this is the pain that Kevin and Gerard have never understood. Oh and I would argue God, any guys any Vancouver, <laughs> any Vancouver dude never got. This is peak Vancouver right now. Yeah, this peak it privilege. Is. This is peak privilege. Oh, we're two hours away from Seattle. Cool, go City fuck Boy yourself. If I had to drive point. to a drift event just to see Dave Vickers and the boys drive at Race City, it was seven hours. Seven hours. And you're, I oh, mean, you drove to Chicago one time. Boo, boo. Yeah, I watched Jack Connolly fucking street drive his car there. How dare you? You don't understand. You would you come even to Calgary. Know. You would come to Calgary and the hot boys would dunk on everyone. And it was the sickest thing you saw. And you would drive seven hours just for that. This is it. This is the thing that you guys will never understand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, driving right. super long I, distances because we live in the middle of fucking podunk nowhere. You, yeah, yeah like, that's exactly all right. I guess like, I won't understand it. Like, no, you we. won't. And then, you know what? Yeah, it gives you character, really, Kevin. Canada is a really big place, though. Canada is huge. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to do that, and you like, and that's just motorsports too. Like when I, when Alex Lee, I was on, I was managing Alex Lee, and you know we had some good times out there with Formula E, didn't we? But like. You were driving everywhere just in order to get to anything. Like Seattle was the home event, you know, and that from Calgary, that's a, that's a jillion miles. It's crazy. Yeah, that's far. But that's just motorsports. You you travel around and you get yeah. to where you're going. But like the but the it's it's easier for everybody and it's easier on the wallet uh, for Alberta and the prairies to go west and the and the coast to go east and meet in the valley in Penticton. But, and go go drive together and see who's got it. Like that was the proving ground, like you said. Like who has the best skills? The island would come out. Husky situations would kill everybody. Like team yeah, drifting. Yeah, they it, were nuts. It, you know, and like and like they had to take a boat to get to the mainland. You know, and they were still getting to getting to Penticton. It was such an important event for everybody. If, but, you, if you were into drifting, you needed to be there. You, you had to get invited, bro. <laughs> you did. But, but the thing is, too, like, let's, I mean, we, we still haven't even talked about what kind of track this is. It's a fucking three-eighths oval with a paved infield. So, like, yeah, it's We're sick begging for scraps. I, I know, but what I'm saying is, like, it, it, to the rest of the world, it's like we're having this giant discussion over a track that's not even a fucking track. It's literally like, yeah. Honestly, the surface is like pretty bad too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. And the think transitions are terrible. They're awful. But like, do you have a few million, or can we? No, raise I'm, like I'm a, just saying. Can I'm we raise saying. like maybe a couple? Of Did like, it make you a better driver for driving there? <laughs> when you can drift sideways over that. <laughs> this, jump let's just on call the this episode yeah. like "My Heart Goes Out for Penticton Fucking Speedway." I, That's I like what it's called. <laughs> Here's my last thought about this. Just before we go forward. The prairie guys would drive like 10 hours, 18 hours to get there. And then like the BC boys would do their the max road trip they could do, which was about five hours. And then they would four. get to a racetrack. Four. Yeah. <laughs> four hours. Dude, that's, yeah. a long buy some fresh... that's a long track for us. Okay. Who wants to uh, buy, buy some fresh fruit, pick up some wine, you know, yeah. just do the canal float. Yeah. All right. That came so, up in the driving. Who wants it? Yeah, but if yeah, you live in Saskatchewan, you could probably have like a motorhome and a trailer. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got a jet ski, you got a boat. Yeah. Like you got a yeah. house. Like you have the yeah, trailer. Exactly. You have the, the trailer. only thing the BC have guy has is the drift car. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, that's true. Each so, of you, each of you have like eight cars. Yeah, at this point, though, like. But you also know. the thing that we that Kevin and I both have had, and maybe one of the reasons we can't spend fucking 18 hours traveling to some podunk bullshit event is because we have Stop a business saying to podunk. run. We have a business to run. So, yeah, I mean, Carter's got a business. I don't understand what it is, but he's everywhere. He's at Super D. He's at Chicago. He's got a business. That dude's laying concrete. 
He's Jimmy Hoffman. He's laying, he's doing sweaty labor so he can drive. You guys are just out here making cool car parts. Shit, man. Tarps maybe I just in the sun for the boys. Maybe <laughs> I just don't care about the driving as much as the building and the design. I don't know. But I just like, right. yeah, that's okay. Far it's far. I mean, I, I like the uh, port- Portland. I don't want to draw, I don't want to like hammer a big wedge between the Western Drift community. But it's and fun. Reopen old Dog, We need to come together here. Let's be Yeah, real. we need to come together. What is the next step, you guys? So it kind of feels like we've been given <laughs> false hope about what's going on in Penticton. Uh, what is the next step? I know, Gerard, you have a pipe dream of going to the nice racetracks and drifting on those. How do we make that jump to go to the nice racetrack? Uh, You show them money, lots of money, lots of organization, lots of professionalism, cars that don't look like piles of shit and like actual marketing and people showing interest from, you know, all over the place. Like from, like you said, from hours away, like it's kind of cool because people will drive hours and hours and hours just to go to DUI. But imagine if DUI were stepped up. I'm not saying it was shitty, but like, you know, you could kind of bring whatever sort of car to DUI. There wasn't really any standards. Yeah, it was amateur. Stuff. It was amateur, not semi-pro. Well, I mean, I don't necessarily mean semi-pro means a nicer car, not a nicer car. I mean, there's definitely shitty drivers with super nice cars. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just talking about maybe aesthetically, it might be a bit better. And I mean, semi-pro the drift- aesthetic level as opposed to a grassroots aesthetic level the driving is already good so like if you just add a bit more of something because people just like to see nice shit you know what i mean yeah people, exactly. people like, like to see nice shit go go sideways but i get what you're saying we're essentially i think without saying it out loud being like how do you make a final bout-esque event in canada is that fair to say yeah, it's yeah, a profitable like event yeah. draws out a crowd but when you go to a final boat, you don't see shit cars on the track. Like everything no. is there. It's no. curated. It's Whether curated they drive event. well or a, not. Yeah, it is also an invitational, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's just like what the criteria based on your invitation is different, you know? Yeah, it's a different type of invite. It's and, not and, grandfathered in. It's an actual invite. That... But the the other thing too, though, with uh, with DUI, and it's like just because you have nice cars doesn't mean you're good drivers. And I feel like some of the coolness of DUI was the fact that they were really good drivers, whether whatever the fuck they were driving, they were just driving really, really well. Um, yeah. But you know, in the yeah. same respects, it's like I don't really want to look at an S13 with fucking pipes and and no, you know, no bumpers and no, no nothing. You know what I mean? Like. You may be an amazing driver, but like, I don't want to fucking watch that. And I mean, I, I can probably speak for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. But again, I, that's why we're all in this podcast. And I, yeah. I agree. I look, yeah. there's a lot of shitty cars at those events that over the years I stopped shooting. Uh, and I think I'm just going to jump to the point because I don't know if we're going to get there, but I want to drive this point home. <laughs> Whatever comes next Whatever is decided on in the drift community for Western Canada, people need to rally behind it. There was kind of this unspoken thing that we understood that you could go to DUI, but like now what it actually is, is we're running out of runway on racetracks. And if you want to show people that we're a viable business, you (laughs) got to get behind the next even half good idea and like support it yeah because you know if people are divided and it's like well that's not really what i wanted the drift event to be well that's not the thing it's like no we have to unite and actually be like this is this is what we want this is how we're gonna do it yeah or fucking bring it i mean like we we had okay so we had the (laughs) inaugural drift gala last year and it was like you know it it was the first of its kind and it was during covid and i mean granted i think it was like reasonably successful for what it was we had high hopes but like maybe we didn't execute all of those goals uh you know to the extent of whatever but both you guys helped us there and i think that maybe the the outline of the event was pretty solid and if we had you know the the vendors and and the the kind of like people that wanted to exhibit or even just be part of it i think that would take it a lot further and then also just uh to have an event as spectators yeah the ability to have yeah. spectators would be amazing yeah like yeah. onward onward and upward for sure like and the fact that that drifting in canada is losing it hard like western penticton um i mean i wouldn't say drifting in canada because the east side the east 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 eastern canada is 
fucking shredding, man. No, dog. Like Shannonville, TMP, like uh, no? the Richmond Hill Airport. Like I talked to Jover. Like shout out to Drift Jam and Jover. Like what they're doing in Ontario is like the full on drift spirit. Like he, like Jover has put a sick team around him, but he is pulling his hair out because all of the race tracks are shutting down. Like Saint Nostache was like their, that was like their mecca in yeah. in Quebec, and like now they've got Cayuga and they've got Gamebridge and like got like a couple of go kart tracks and like a few ovals are like thinking about here and there. But like I used to drift in Ontario too, like back in the drift op days and stuff, and like with the, you know. Pat Sear, who was also in Formula D at the same time Alex Lee was, and we would we would get it on for Canada, you know, as as the Canadian teams. Okay. But like they're like in Ontario, they they have to deal with the street takeovers, man. They have to oh, deal with they, they yeah. have to deal with all of that. Like the the six ah, is yeah. like running and like fully taking over like highways, like the four hundred and stuff. Like it's That's getting crazy. Insane, and like when I was there, like I, I to be to be fair, like I left. Ontario because it wasn't for me in like 2008 but you know even then the street racing stuff they would pin you to the wall it was like they would crush your car if you're going like 40 or 60 over I you know correct me if I'm wrong but I'm sure I'm sure but now they have takeovers yeah it's gotten worse man it's crazy I mean people just got fed up they're like they got mad takeovers yeah it's bad out there man and 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 legitimate organizers like uh like drift jam are pulling their hair out because it's a battle right now for the culture man like it's 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 back in our day like when when we were young we wanted to be like our, our drifting heroes and they were some of the best drivers and now you can teach a total noob to do a donut in five minutes and they're gonna do it in the middle of an intersection at like rush hour it's crazy man yeah that's fucked up man i mean luckily we don't have that see though i remember like when when like the only drifting and it was like at the very beginning of drifting in vancouver was like at boundary bay and like i remember people petitioning like mission and and you know and like took so long to get the admission man oh dude it was you know it was forever but yeah i remember same thing it was just like man like people you know we're like the only place we could do this won't allow us to do this but like if you're like a heroin addict like you have a safe spot to go to heroin (laughs) all right well if i just if i just want to go drift it's like i can't go i don't know because i don't know it seems like that is something that's like you know viewed by everybody as like an illegal thing to do but it's like all right well if i want to go like over the posted speed limit like i have nowhere safe and legal i can do that like it's true that the vpd it's true that the VPD takes heroin overdose a little, uh, you know, less seriously than uh, infinitely less seriously than yes. modified cars. Than modified cars, yeah. it's an actual fact. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, we're just in a shitty spot, though. This it's, is it's tough. It's tough out here for for well, car culture. It really it feels like it's another, hard out here for a pimp. You but know? it feels like another blast to all the stuff that we care about. You can't drive your car on the street. You can't drive your car at the track. Where the hell are we supposed to drive it, you guys? I take I take heat for getting so dramatic on these podcasts, but we have two options. We can not do anything about it, or we can do something about it. And so yeah. I think the first step that we need to take is we need to... I think there's been a lot of toxic communication directed at avion motorsports and i don't think that's gonna win any hearts you know like if you are if you're out there trying to flame these guys into thinking they're wrong that's not how the internet works uh people just dig their heels in gerard's got the right point it's like you gotta prove that there's money attached to what we do uh we've all grown up a little bit i think we can see that and we know that there's business models out there Formula D made a, it has made a go of it. Yeah, granted, that's not my style of drifting anymore. And there was a time that I adored it, but I don't as much anymore. But Final Bout has become the antithesis of that. So there yeah. is markets in the US. Yeah. So when I say whoever comes up next with an idea of an event, we all better try our best to get on board and support it. Because it is a very much 
us against the odds right now. Like we're not, we're not winning right now when it comes to like places where you can drift. So and you it, got Mission and you got Edmonton. So, and I get you're not Gerard and Kevin aren't going to Saskatchewan. That's fine. That track's not done. Maybe one day. I mean, if the track was nuts and it yeah. had a cool event, absolutely. I love yeah, I mean, that I, I can go anywhere. Yeah, I love anywhere. that if I keep you guys on the line long enough, you'll swing back that way and be well, like, I mean, yeah, dude, we'll we go. drove to Chicago to drift yeah. on a cart track. Listen, because you want to, you go to Saskatchewan. My mom will make you some pierogies. We'll hang out. <laughs> It'll be very funny. All right. So going forward, what is the type of event? What aspects of the old events should we take? And maybe what should we leave behind? Gerard. Leave behind Kevin. I mean, I'm obviously biased. I like nice cars. I like, you know what I mean? And I, I do like good driving, of course. Um, but if you could combine those in some sort of way, uh, which I think just drifting generally is progressing that way driving is is actually a thing that people aspire to be good at these days which is kind of cool um and then also maybe more people are aspiring to build nicer cars so let's all just build nicer cars and be better drivers so that would be the core sort of aspect of the event that we would take from penticton because the driving was always good and then there was always some aspect of niceness or cohesiveness or team now that the fact that we're in a full-blown drift event crisis that the people that care about it the drift drift covid 2020 2021 they forgot what year 2022 wow the people that are really about it let's see like we're going to find out uh are you really about it like because you're going to have to drive further your car is going to have to be nicer that was probably some drag dudes mentality 15 years ago when his interior like drag strip in Falkland or whatever like got shut down and now he has to drive an extra like hour to like the next local drag strip like I'm sure you know like we're not the first motorsport to have gone through this and like you know like we're no hopefully we were hopefully we're not going to be the last but it's like I don't see a lot of new evolving motorsports coming out no, I think that's exactly it. I think, though, that we are faced with a challenge and you have those options. You can go forward or you can stop. And yeah, because it's, a, it's, it's an end of an era right now. And, yes. and we've mourned it. You've wrote a, 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 a obituary eulogy? about it. A yeah. eulogy, maybe. A um, Pour and, one out. Pour one out. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, Drift Union Invitational was amazing. Penticton Driftways was, was Drift Days was incredible uh long may they live but they are they're gone now man long may you run i believe is you, 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 know made, you know what i made it so great the i feel like the camaraderie you know and like the it, it did feel like a, a a joining and like a union of of people from all over you know yeah. and that, that's yeah. a drift the- union it really was a drift union <laughs> yeah. maybe the drift union were the friends we made along the way <laughs> really you know it's very poetic. Maybe, maybe it was deeper than we we uh, even understood at the time oh uh, yeah i mean if gerard never made fun of the back windows on an aristo <laughs> in 2018 or 19 that was actually probably 2015 2015 if Gerard never made fun of the back <laughs> windows on my Aristo in 2015, we might not be doing this podcast. Who knows? Well, actually, the, the crazy thing was, too, I can't even remember why, but, like, I randomly hung out with Carter and John Fiorano or Fior- Fiorante. 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 For, like, for, like, the whole, like, one whole night day thing. And I'd never you met those their guys camp- before. You were in their campsite and their beauties. Yeah. And, uh... And Serial 9 has a passport, apparently, to go wherever they want in Western Canada. (laughs) Oh, you're Gerard from Serial 9? Right this way, (laughs) your majesty. (laughs) Um, But yeah, okay, so we got to go somewhere from here. And Dave is saying people are going to have to drive further, build nicer cars. I get that's not everyone's jam. It cuts a few people off, but uh, this is the future. We got got to evolve, everybody. I think basically the drifting model is going to have to be essentially very similar to the road race people model. Whereas like, you know, there's these people who have these cars. They're fairly nice cars. They could be 
cool. They could be not cool. One could be a Ferrari. One could be like a Miata, whatever the hell it may be. But like, these are people that are passionate about racing. It's a very professional organization. It is kind of what it is. You know what I mean? And like, I feel like the drifting is going to have to go that route where it's like, okay, so here's a bunch of dudes that are into drifting. So they're like organized and they have these cars that they maintain. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, they're, they're so, able to do the thing without falling apart and looking shitty and you know, whatever. I think what you did but, with the serial line drift gala was fantastic. That was so much fun. I'm a completely washed up old AE 86 crusty driver and i looked at that and i was like wow they're like awesome cars here still and there was some good driving rest in peace the aristo <laughs> but uh i think for for a, you know an inaugural drift event for serial nine that was awesome I, I i look forward to the next one it wouldn't be much to kind of like elevate that drift gala into something that was actually potentially viable as far as you know profits and 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 moving forward professionally so full disclosure uh i wanted to actually do like a dota logic of like drift event because i wanted to get uh <laughs> yeah. a bunch of like i wanted to recapture the the feeling that i felt when i went to dui uh with like in the early days with like, you know, having my friends there and especially after a COVID year, like recapturing that sense of like, man, everyone come back together. This is what brings us in. And like, even if you're not a driver come out to this event, like I want to catch up with my friends and this community. Uh, and then obviously serial nine has their own event. And I was like, well, it doesn't really make sense for me to do this serial nine already encompasses a thing that I'm, that I'm fully on board with. And Maybe we could just combine forces, you know. Yeah, and I think Indeed. that becomes the uh, maybe that is the the thing that needs to happen. And if we do it well, and if we can prove a business case, because we got to be grownups now, and <laughs> maybe maybe that's where we find our future of drifting. Yeah, yeah. Like I would, I would do whatever I could personally to try to help that make that happen. Like you know, I. I would do whatever I could to try. And I think, you know, it's for the Valley, it's a, it's a, it's a hard time for the Valley and for like the very entry level, still bad news, tough, tough for you guys, but like, this is about survival because it's a war out there right now. And so I think if we gotta, we gotta, we gotta try to elevate and come together. And if that's under, you know, I think that comes under one flag. And if you really about drifting and if you really care about it and you really want to see something happen, send a dm like let's get it going because it's the time to work right now is now do you want to do this this summer yeah yes yeah, <laughs> yeah i think we all do i'm waiting so, for my i'm waiting for some parts for my car on a boat that's not even left japan yet so you have like yeah. three cars that can drink. i do have two other cars yes all right so i'll be the one to say it uh i feel like the elephant in the room there's always an elephant in the room is that right now the strongest contender we have to replace the DUI event or even like take it to the next level is probably going to be the serial nine drift gala. It has the right mentality. There's a following behind it. So it feels that, a little bit the same as, as somebody that was there and I just crashed a, a scooter my bad on a, on a video. And that was my contribution mainly. Uh, it, I had so much fun. You guys, that is the same spirit, the drift spirit, the vibes, the good times that drift Union invitational did. Uh, I think it lives on a mission and I mean, we, we just can... tried to put on an event that we would want to go to, you know, Absolutely. Yeah. we've been to a lots I... of different types of drift events at lots of different places. And we know kind of what we like about going to drift events and what, you know, really sucks when you're at certain drift events. So yeah, exactly. Tried to make our drift event as, as, as serial nine as it could be, you know? Yeah. I have a question. I have a question. Go on. Try. This is going to like open a whole new can of worms. So now we got this like viable business model bullshit. And it's like, is it like when you used to be like a cool kid and have long hair and drive a fucked up car and like love life. And now you like a, now you got to like have a haircut and like wear a tie and like kind of have like a sort of cool car. And it's like, 
not quite the same fucking thing anymore. There's going to be a compromise. There's two, there's two sides of this fucking situation and we're going to have to meet in the middle. Right. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> so, also yeah. Gerard, I feel like yeah. uh, you described yourself pre haircut. Like when I see all the old Gerard. Haircuts, <laughs> Yo. <it's> like, <laughs> oh, Gerard's just talking about himself right now. Dude, um, you had the, like you had the most emo haircut I loved it. It was so dope. Yo, I had so many fucking crazy haircuts. Like, it was just... You were like money. RAR XD. To like 10 years ago, like, Gerard was RAR XD for life. <laughs> RAR XD? I don't even know who that is. Gerard legitimately uh, described himself as the dude with the crazy haircut to, like, proper haircut <laughs> business owner now. It's like, yeah, maybe that's what we got to do. Maybe I we're going to lose a bit. Cars. Well, they're pretty clean. Look, <laughs> anyway um yeah maybe that's what we gotta do maybe we gotta we're gonna have to let go of some of like our our hooligan uh, shit that we used to do yeah you're not showing up on a car with like no windshield and your full tie black tie car (laughs) you were putting sparkle wheels on your car today weren't you is that what you're doing yeah yeah Yeah. one thing i was gonna say though is like we still have to realize that these dudes no matter how corporate or fucking old or whatever they are they were probably us at one point so like yeah. they probably are you know what i mean like you, you never know they might be down with it like once they mm-hmm. once you cross that threshold they might be they down might with be the like, sickness all right so to paraphrase because we're really running the clock up on this episode uh to drugs point earlier i think he's right our best bet right now probably is the serial nine drift gala and with that i'm just going to cut everyone off and say thanks for listening. Peace out. Hasta luego. Thanks for listening to Serial Podcast 9.